1: Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to RocketMoney.com/Wondery. That's RocketMoney.com/Wondery. RocketMoney.com/Wondery.
2: Tonight, new details about the cocaine found in the White House, as questions mount about how it got into the West Wing. Here are tonight's headlines. The Secret Service investigation, as we learned the illegal substance, was found near cubbies used by visitors to store their cell phones.
3: The White House is the most iconic building in the world. It is embarrassing to a certain point.
2: Shocking allegations. Prosecutors suggest the man arrested near President Obama's home with weapons and ammunition got the address from President Trump's social media platform. Storms will be popping off all day and even into the overnight. We're talking flooding, large hail, damaging winds. In the Northeast, we're going to be 5 to 10 degrees above average. The suspect in Philadelphia's July 4th mass shooting in court today as the country reels from a wave of gun violence. You will not get away with this. I want whoever you are to pay.
0: A growing number of shark attacks at some of the country's most popular beach destinations is putting swimmers on high alert. And in New York, five shark bites were reported in just two days off Long Island beaches. It's nice to have some
2: financial freedom. Help wanted from teens whose paychecks are up nearly 12% for those summer jobs.
4: But we're now competing with supermarkets. We're now competing with fast food restaurants. I'm Chris Van Cleve in Chicago. A program here is giving new life to old cars and creating new opportunities for young people.
2: I refuse to be a stereotype. I won't let anything that I've been through stop me from excelling, and succeed. Good evening and thank you for joining us this Wednesday night. I'm Jerika Duncan in for Nora. We begin with the Secret Service leading an investigation into who brought cocaine into the White House. The surprising discovery of a bag of suspicious white powder initially caused a panic, leading to the temporary closure of the building on Sunday. The illegal drug was found near a visitor's entrance for those taking a tour of the West Wing. Today, lab tests came back positive for cocaine. President Biden and the first family were at Camp David at the time. CBS's Weija Jiang starts us off tonight from the White House with more. Weija, good evening.
5: Good evening, Jerika. Tonight, the White House says it is very important to President Biden to get to the bottom of who brought that illegal drug inside. But officials caution this could be a challenging investigation. Tonight, the leading theory is that someone on a White House tour may have left a small bag of cocaine in the West Wing, according to senior law enforcement officials. The discovery Sunday night put the White House on temporary lockdown until the substance was deemed not a threat. The bag was discovered on the ground floor in a common area near the entry to the West Wing, not far from the Situation Room. It was close to a set of storage cubbies where visitors leave their cell phones during a tour. The Secret Service is leading the investigation, looking at visitor logs and camera surveillance.
3: There are camera systems that they'll go back as a part of this investigation and research. Not every camera is trained on everybody at every minute. So there's always going to be a possibility that... Uh, you know, this could go unanswered.
5: White House visitors undergo background checks and go through magnetometers on site. But the Secret Service does not have canine units that target illegal drugs. Instead, the dogs search for explosives, biohazardous materials and weapons. This episode shines a light on the fact that you can bring in illegal substances into the White House. So what's preventing a visitor from bringing in anthrax or something that's not magnetic into the White House? I totally understand the question, but it is under investigation. So we're going to let the Secret Service do their job. I'm just not going to get ahead of of if or, or whens or changes. Senator Tom Cotton, a Republican from Arkansas, sent a letter to the director of the Secret Service to say that Congress needs to know if the White House complex is not secure. And he asked for a plan to correct any security flaws. Jerika?
2: we Jiang at the White House. Thank you. Tonight, there's new information on the January 6th defendant arrested near the home of former President Barack Obama here in D.C. New court filings reveal how the suspect may have gotten the former president's address. CBS's Scott McFarlane has more on what federal prosecutors have learned.
6: After federal agents spotted and chased Taylor Toronto outside the D.C. home of former President Obama, they say they found these guns, hundreds of rounds of ammunition, and a machete in Toronto's van parked nearby. The feds had already been trying to arrest Toronto for allegedly being part of the mob that attacked the Capitol January 6th, for which he faces four misdemeanor charges. Late today, federal prosecutors told a judge Toronto could have learned Obama's address from a social media post by former President Trump. They alleged Trump posted what he claimed was Obama's address on his Truth Social platform the same day Toronto was arrested near the home. Toronto was also accused of targeting Democratic Congressman Jamie Raskin of Maryland, who led Trump's second impeachment. They say Toronto posted a video on June 18th inside an elementary school near Raskin's home. Prosecutors today argue Toronto also made a threat to the office of House Speaker Kevin McCarthy late last month. In the current case, Toronto has not yet entered a plea, but he's back in court tomorrow morning because prosecutors want him jailed until trial. Jerika?
2: Yeah, those details, very, very concerning. Thank you, Scott. Well, now to some breaking news. The U.S. is accusing Russia of harassing U.S. military drones in Syria. This is the view from the Reaper drones. Officials say they were conducting a mission against ISIS when Russian fighter jets dropped parachute flares in front of them, forcing the U.S. drones to veer off course. One Russian plane flew in front of the drone and engaged in an afterburner. The U.S. calls these actions reckless and unprofessional. Well, turning now to the weather, more than 39 million Americans are under heat alerts tonight and nearly 16 million of you are in the path of severe weather from Colorado to Illinois. For a look ahead, let's bring in meteorologist Chris Warren from our partners at the Weather Channel. Chris, good evening.
7: Good evening, Jerica. More summertime thunderstorms with multiple threats, damaging winds, large hail, could see some tornadoes and more flash flooding. These are the areas of concern through this evening. This includes parts of the Midwest, portions of Texas into Colorado, Oklahoma and Kansas. And some of these storms will be going overnight into the morning. And then tomorrow, that severe weather threat picks back up, not just possible, but likely to see some of these strong storms. Heat building again across parts of the northeast, upper 80s, and even some lower 90s. And about the heat, the Earth has been very warm. When you average all the temperatures, the surface temperatures around the world, the third was the hottest day on record until July 4th, becoming, Jerica now the hottest day on record across the Earth.
2: Wow, thank you, Chris. Well, we turn now to the latest wave of deadly gun violence in the United States. Nationwide, 21 people have been killed and 124 injured in mass shootings in just the first five days of this month. Well, today, the suspect accused of killing five people and injuring two children in Philadelphia on Monday was arraigned on murder charges. CBS's Lilia Luciano reports from the outside of the courthouse.
8: Tonight, officials in Philadelphia say Kim Brady Carriker posted disturbing messages on social media and left a will at his house before going on a rampage Monday evening. Surveillance video shows the moment the suspect appears to open fire.
5: So far as we know, um, this defendant did not know any of the victims. There was no dispute between him and any of the victims.
8: Carriker was charged today with five counts of first-degree murder and held without bail after police say he carried an AR-15-style rifle and a 9mm ghost gun to the King Cessing neighborhood and opened fire at random, killing five people. Meanwhile, surveillance footage released today appears to show the moment a gunman opened fire on a crowd in Fort Worth, Texas, late Monday night. Eleven people were shot, three killed. Two days later, police still have no motive and no suspects. My family is heartbroken. This shouldn't have happened. These are just two of about 20 mass shootings since the beginning of July. Just overnight, across the country, there were at least six mass shootings, killing at least five people and injuring 41. I'm going to miss that beautiful small. Back in Philly, family members and community leaders gathered today to mourn. 31-year-old Joseph Wama loved art. I really love him. And the fact that you did this to us, like, for your own agenda, for your own reason, it's just really pissing me off. Today, the city of Philadelphia filed a lawsuit against some of the largest suppliers of ghost guns and ghost gun kits, which describes that type of untraceable weapon that the shooter was carrying. Jerika.
2: Lilia Luciano in Philadelphia, thank you. Tonight, swimmers and local officials are on high alert following a recent uptick in shark attacks. At least five shark bites have been reported in recent days off New York's Long Island. CBS's Meg Oliver reports on what's behind the increase. Beachgoers
9: continue to flock to Long Island for sun and surf, despite reports of at least five people bitten by sharks since Monday. I'm not going to go in the water today. Today, state officials return to the shoreline patrolling from above with drones. That gives us the
4: best opportunity to see sharks or other dangerous marine life before it actually becomes a problem.
9: Two teenagers suffered suspected shark bites at separate Long Island beaches Monday. And yesterday, three adults were injured. None of them were serious. So far this year, there has been at least 23 reported shark attacks across the country, compared to 51 in all of last year. One person died.
0: If you go in the water right now in Long Island, You are swimming with sharks.
9: Craig O'Connell is a shark biologist. He says conservation efforts have increased the shark population, especially among sand tiger sharks. After nearly 50 were spotted on Tuesday, a Long Island beach was closed for more than an hour.
0: Sand tiger sharks are relatively calm, docile sharks. You see them in the aquariums quite often. They have these menacing jaws, absolutely massive teeth, but To be the culprit for these attacks, to me, is incredibly rare. So rare, the
9: risk of swimmers being killed by a shark is about one in four million. O'Connell says sharks are more interested in fish than people.
0: If we were on their menu, we would absolutely not stand a chance.
9: O'Connell says if you want to enjoy the water and stay safe, always stay in a lifeguarded area. Never swim alone or at dawn or dusk. As far as those drones patrolling overhead, so far today they haven't
2: detected a single shark along any Long Island beach. Jerika. Definitely some good news. Thank you, Meg. Well, turning overseas, the U.S. Navy says it stopped Iranian warships from seizing two oil tankers today. It happened in the Gulf of Oman near the Strait of Hormuz. The Navy released video of one of the tankers taking gunfire from the Iranians. No one was hurt, but bullets hit close to crew living spaces. Officials say the Iranian ships took off when confronted with the Navy destroyer, the USS McFall. Well, the area around Europe's largest nuclear plant is on edge tonight with Ukraine and Russia accusing each other of planning to attack the facility. It remains under Russian control. CBS's Charlie Daggett was in the city of Zaporizhia earlier today.
7: The specter of a nuclear disaster looms again tonight, both sides warning of a catastrophic attack. President Zelensky accuses Russian troops of planting objects resembling explosives on top of reactor units. That follows Russian claims. Ukraine is plotting to strike it with missiles packed with nuclear material gathered from other facilities. Neither side providing any evidence, and the nuclear watchdog, the IAEA, said there's no visible indications of mines or explosives. Residents in Zaporizhia have become used to living in the shadow of the threat. Drills are routinely held in the region for civilians. But this time, it feels different, says chairman of the regional council, Olena Zup.
1: It's obvious. For me, it's completely obvious that they will try to do something.
7: Russia already stands accused of recent sabotage, blamed for blowing up the Novokakovka dam just last month, wiping out dozens of towns and villages. Young mother Irina Kornyenko has withstood the worst of the war so far. We're ready for everything, she says. So much has already happened here that I think nothing can scare us anymore. Listening closely, 11-year-old Alina struggles to match her mother's courage. We were told that residents would be alerted by mobile phone what to do in case of an emergency, like get inside and close the doors and windows. But Ukraine's health ministry has said people should be prepared to evacuate at a moment's notice. Jerika?
2: Such a stressful situation. Thank you, Charlie. Well, the summer job market is heating up for America's teenagers, and tonight's Money Watch, CBS's Carter Evans, explains why businesses are turning to younger employees and higher wages.
3: Once a coveted summer job, lifeguards are hard to come by this year, forcing some pools in Los Angeles to shut down. We're short about 200 lifeguards. I've never seen anything like it. And you can't even attract them at close to 20 bucks an hour?
4: No, we can't. But we're now competing with supermarkets. We're now competing with fast food restaurants. All of those sectors have increased their wages.
3: On average, hourly wages for workers 16 to 24 years old were up nearly 12 percent from last summer.
4: Now, if you're a prospective job seeker, you're looking around and you realize, wait, that job makes how much now? And you're starting to reconsider jobs
3: you hadn't before. This seems like a really good time to be a teenager looking for a job.
4: This is probably one of the more advantageous times. You know, strike now while the iron's hot.
3: Moshtee Malone's ice cream shop struggled to scoop up seasonal employees last year, but not this summer. I was very overwhelmed
5: with all the applicants.
3: Co-owner Mehdi Schirvani now has to turn them away.
0: To be honest with you, we're fairly overstuffed stuffed right now.
3: Okay. I offer $17 an hour to start. For scooping ice cream? Yes, they make... On average, 22 to $23 per hour, uh, including tip. Not a bad wage for Hadley Boggs' first-ever summer job.
2: I was shocked. It's nice to have some financial freedom.
3: The 17-year-old turned down a job at a grocery store that paid less.
2: I hope to save for college and also have some fun money on the side that I can spend my senior year.
3: Just one of many who will head back to school with pockets full of cash. Carter Evans, CBS News, Los Angeles.
2: Tonight, major delivery disruptions could be looming as union negotiations break down at UPS. That's straight
1: ahead. It's three o'clock somewhere. Time for a My Mochi ice cream snack. My Mochi ice cream is cool, creamy scoops of premium ice cream wrapped in sweet pillowy dough. And get this... You know who you are with the joyfully chill sensation of My Mochi ice cream. Find My Mochi ice cream at Target or visit MyMochi.com to locate a grocery store near you. Rakuten's Big Give Week is back with 15% cash back.
9: It's a festival of savings at hundreds of stores, including Doc Martens, Ninja Kitchen, and Hotels.com. Prep for summer and save big on beauty, travel, electronics, and more.
2: The largest labor strike in the U.S. since the 1950s could be weeks away. Talks between shipping giant UPS and the Teamsters Union broke down this morning. Now, both sides are accusing the other of walking away from negotiations. Right now, roughly 340,000 UPS workers who deliver about 19 million packages a day in the U.S. could go on strike by August 1st. Well, there are some concerns tonight about plans to update the U.S. citizenship test. The proposed changes include a new English speaking section where test takers would be asked to describe photos and a new series of multiple choice questions in the civic section. Some immigration advocates fear the changes will make it harder for those who are less proficient in English. Well, weight loss company Jenny Craig is back from the brink. We'll have the details next.
5: Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that.
2: You've heard of Jenny Craig. It's the weight loss company that recently said it was shutting down after more than 4 decades. Well, It's back, but only online. Wellful, which owns the rival weight loss meal provider Nutrisystem, has acquired the Jenny Craig brand. It's planning a relaunch this fall. Weight loss companies have struggled in recent years with the rise of drugs that often contribute to weight loss. Well, a lesson on fixing cars and how it's changing lives. We'll explain next. Finally tonight, a nonprofit is helping people turn a corner with classic cars. CBS's Chris Van Cleve shows us the Chicago auto mechanic who's giving young men and women direction.
4: Jeff Battles is finding new direction through his love of old cars. After the 19-year-old was shot last year.
2: Wrong place, wrong time, the wrong people. It hit me
4: in my right shoulder and came at my neck right here. He says that was a wake-up call. I almost lost my life, man. I gotta change, I gotta do better. Doing better brought the Chicago teen to the Automotive Mentoring Group and its founder, Alex Levesque. The only way that you could change the behavior of a person is if you change the way they think. Fixing up old cars to teach new skills and find good-paying jobs for people many have written off. You bring in a rough crowd. That's what I like. Why?
7: Because nobody else wants to deal with those guys. So I want to deal with those guys because those are the guys that I see are the real problem.
4: About 1,500 have passed through here since 2007. Levesque says 85 percent have turned their lives around. I don't necessarily think that this is the answer to all of it. I just know it's a damn good answer. And it's what I know how to do. And a lesson Jeff Battles is learning.
2: I refuse to be a stereotype. I'm starting from the
4: foundation, and I'm going to work my way up. Restoring cars and lives by building a future. Chris Van Cleve, CBS News, Chicago.
2: Mentoring makes a difference. And that's tonight's CBS Evening News. For Nora O'Donnell and all of us here, I'm Jerika Duncan. Good night.
0: If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey. If you enjoy tuning in to the CBS Evening News, there are official t-shirts, hats, mugs, and more available for purchase at paramountshop.com.